Yes, sir, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the big broadcast, episode five, man, episode five, five weeks of this nonsense, and listen to this young, possibly handsome, according to some opinions, dude, speak to a mic for 30 minutes to an hour, I appreciate y'all for even giving me the time, man, giving me your ears, giving me your attention, man, y'all make it work. We might have some guests in the future. Unfortunately, a guest couldn't show up last week, so I had to reschedule, move some things around. But we're going to have some guests who show up, show some love. Uh, you know, as I always say, uh, this podcast is sponsored and brought to you by the Bytown blog, bytownblog.com. Y'all check us out. We're doing big things over there, especially coming up. We're going to have our show, the BTB Show, Volume 2. Volume 1 was amazing, then <laughs> twice is going to be double up, even better. Come on, man. Get your tickets for our show. It's going to be link in bio on the Bytown blog Instagram page. I'm going to tell y'all, man, y'all don't want to miss that, okay? Stop playing. Get your tickets before we sell out. Two weeks away, man. Two weeks away, baby. But let me tell you something that's not so two weeks away. Something that just happened within the past dare i say maybe week week or so about a week ago you know what i mean about a week ago shout out bobby Nicki minaj was on instagram live with uh joe button right by the way the Nicki minaj joe button interview was great so Nicki minaj was on instagram live with joe button and basically they were just talking it was like an extension of their interview the sit down interview they had and uh you know nikki nikki is a very you know dominating you could maybe call her an alpha woman if you were to qualify her as that but she's very you know she's out there she's not meek right so <laughs> the irony of that she's not meek shout out meek <laughs> fumbled you fumbled that bag sir she is man the things i would do to Nicki minaj bro I ain't even gonna talk about it, okay? Because we're trying to cuss less and be more <laughs> advertiser friendly. Your boy trying to get a bag one day, but in this sense, Nicki Minaj went in and her rough, aggressive style. She went in on black men who have podcasts, who have all this comment and smoke for black women. More specifically, she was talking about Fresh and Fit and Asian Doll. Remember that situation where uh, you know. Myron Gaines, the Sambo from Sudan, decided, yo, uh, get the F out of here, right, to Asian Doll. And, you know, they had that spat, that spat and everything. And, you know, if you check out my YouTube, I basically said he could have flipped that into some pum pum. But because he's so thin-skinned and kind of whack, Sambo from Sudan I'm talking about, he didn't handle it correctly. And because of that, you know, they went viral for hating black women. Now, do I think the fresh and fit guys hate black women? No. I think that they're, you know, think stereotypical and closed-minded because they haven't been all around a lot of black women. You know what I'm saying? Black women are not ratchet and all these, you know, hair weave type, you know, all this issue seeing in the media. You know, if it's something that we've noticed in the past two years since this whole pandemic started, we can't trust the media. That's the number one thing we should know. Okay, we can we can barely trust our governments. But yo, that conversation is for the pushing P podcast. So y'all 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 check my Patreon. I, I I go in on the media to say the least. But 
in general, Nicki Minaj was going off at specifically, she wasn't saying it, but she was going off on the manosphere. So what is the manosphere? The manosphere is just a group of YouTube channels or network of YouTubers who, you know, talk about male topics. And honestly, the ones that do go viral, the ones that do actually get attention is when they go off on females, right? We're talking about Kevin Samuels. So Kevin Samuels would be qualified as part of the quote unquote manosphere. So is Fresh and Fit, right? And in this sphere, it can range from goddamn relationship experts, male grooming and fitness people, or it can go all the way to incels and dudes who literally hate women. It could go down to dudes to who literally uh, rate other men's faces. Yes, there's a YouTube channel called Wheat Waffles where a 20-year-old college student in England rates men's faces. Yes, yes, and gets paid for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He calculates males' facial ratios and if they're handsome or not and gets paid for it. Okay, from Kevin Samuels all the way to that, they are all grouped in this thing called the Manosphere. Now, there's segments, right? Little populations, little communities within communities, and there's something called the Negro Manosphere or the Black Manosphere where it's mostly black men who, you know, for the most part, we talk about, well, I wouldn't consider myself part of it, but I would say the conversation lies around relationships, black and man, black man, black woman, and, uh, you know, things that black men go through, right? So it's, it's, you know, in its purest form, it's technically good. It's literally the barbershop, but online, you know what I'm saying? But then you have negative parts of it. You have the fresh and fit guys who are technically part of the black manosphere, but they're on some other shit. Hey, I hate cussing. I'm not trying to cuss like that, but they're on some other shit. You know what I mean? Sometimes they have very positive uh, messages like, you know, some of their interviews with Grant Cardone, which was pretty cool. Robert Kiyosaki. You know, I like that. You know, when they have interviews with, you know, just getting a male perspective on things, man. You know, because we've had, I don't know if you noticed in the past few years, we've had a big lack of male leadership and male guidance and mentorship. I'm going to give the ladies this credit. They're very good at it because women are naturally community and group focused. Men are not. We're not like that. Naturally, we're not. Okay. But when you go to that barbershop, when you're playing ball with your niggas, when you're going out, you know, to get some drinks with your boys, that's, you know, that's when you really bond. You know what I'm saying? When you're playing some video games with some of your day ones and, you know, you're playing 2K. Uh, and definitely murking them at 2K. <laughs> Get my PSN. You know what I mean? Uh, Sean John with two N's in the end. Uh, that's when you really bond. You know what I mean? And what happened with this whole manosphere became a lot more popular because specifically of Kevin Samuels. When he made that video in the middle of lockdown where he said that chick was average at best, that shot the manosphere out the moon, right? But when I tell you a guy like Kevin Samuels is not even he he steals his points. He's not the OG of it. He is somebody he's the most popular. He's the one who popped off the highest, right? He's the one who is quote unquote mainstream. The man is mainstream, bro. The man is mainstream and he makes crazy loot. So when Nicki Minaj says that black men should not be hating or going off on black women not telling them about weaves telling them about that telling them about weight telling them about being single mothers telling them all this what 
Nicki Minaj is alluding to is literally Kevin Samuels. She sneaked this in. She sneaked this in. Okay? And about, I think, yesterday or maybe two days ago, Kevin Samuels finally replied. Right? And according to those online forums of people inside the Manosphere community, they viewed it as weak because, you know, he tends to go off on, quote, unquote, regular women. But he had some restraint about Nikki. Right? Even when they had their interview about a month ago, he was more restrained. He was actually very kind to Nikki. He gave her a high rating because Nikki Minaj, I don't know if you know that she is fine as hell. Plastic surgery and all, she is fine. The things I would do to this lady. But anyways, long story short, Kevin Samuels was viewed as quote unquote weak. Right? And I could kind of see that argument because, yes, he typically does go off on regular people who go on this show, regular women. But ultimately, Kevin Samuels found a niche and decided to take it to the top. Right. Was he a successful businessman? Absolutely not. Matter of fact, there were even rumors that Kevin Samuels was broke. I, I'm going to say it like this. I'm a fan of Kevin Samuels. But Kevin Samuels found a pocket and ran with it. Now, does that make him very smart? Yes. Does that make him a great businessman? Yes. Actually, let me tell you something. A lot of fantastic, legendary businessmen failed a lot. That's part of the process. You won't struck gold, strike gold on your first try. That's how it goes. So when Nicki Minaj was going off on, you know, the fresh and fit, the Kevin Samuels of the world, you know what I'm saying, AMS, them type of people, right? Joe Budden was over here clapping it up like a whole cheerleader. It was very, very sus because <laughs> this dude, Joe Button, is the same dude that beats up women and uh, literally uh, hits on women, abuses them, and claims to be some quote-unquote ally, some kind of woke dude. Huh? Nigga, you beat up women. You beat up your exes. Your female employees call you a perv. Right. The two other podcasts that you had on your network that were women led, they left. Right. Your boys that you started a podcast with, they left. Right. And now you're trying to rebrand yourself as some kind of goddamn uh, feminist warrior. Like y you see the cap. Do you understand the cap? Right. So wh why is Kevin Samuel so popular? It's because he appeals to men. He appeals to men. He says things that men want to say, but men cannot say because, you know, of this society, this cancel culture society. Right. Kevin Samuels, if, you know, things were supposed to be how they were supposed to be, this dude would have been canceled. Bare times. But there's this thing called YouTube. There's this thing called the Internet where you can get canceled, but you can't fully get canceled. What does that mean? If people rock with you on the internet, they will go above and beyond for you. I'm going to go deep on that topic a bit later on an individual who is trying to be who 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 the internet is trying to cancel or tech companies are trying to cancel, but they can't cancel him. Because what happens? What happens? When you have a certain level of fan base, right? It's impossible to get canceled. Okay? This is, if you look at it, Nicki Minaj is a prime example of this. 
if you look at Nicki Minaj and Kevin Samuels, they are literally the same. They're literally the same. Let me give you the parallels. Nicki Minaj panders and entertains and makes music for women and girls. Right? That's what she does. And she's done some pretty despicable things. Her husband is literally a pedophile. Right? She was known for bullying and intimidating all kinds of other female artists because she just wanted to stay at the top. She is a terrible person, according to what people say behind the scenes. Real talk. Super disrespectful chick. Fine as hell. Extremely talented. But if you were down in normal parameters, she she's a terrible person. Real talk. Right? Kevin Samuels, he panders to men. Okay? That's why you see him going off on women facts does he go off on men not really not really did he used to back in the day yes he did but then he found out that there's a bunch of insecure women who love attention who are going to call into his show just to argue with him and he's like hey, if you want to do that for, with me good go ahead i'm gonna make ten thousand off your dumb ass you know what i mean that's what Nicki Minaj is doing. Nicki Minaj is laughing to the bank without her little barbs who just buy recycled music. When is the last really fire Nicki Minaj track where you're like, wow, she went in? You know what I mean? When's the last great Nicki Minaj album? And I say this as somebody who is actually a fan of Nicki Minaj. I, I think at a certain point in New York, she was the hottest rapper in New York for close to five years. New York was dead. She was the best, hottest rapper out of New York, and nobody wanted to admit that because she's a woman, but she was. Kevin Samuels is not original. I'm a fan of Kevin Samuels, but there's dudes who have been saying and doing what Kevin Samuels is doing, but they didn't go viral. They did not become famous to his level. You're talking about Satomi Sotomayor. We're talking about a guy like Angry Man, right? Individuals who do exactly what he did, but he pivoted and made smarter business moves and obviously also got lucky. Obviously got went viral, right? But they both do the same thing. Nicki Minaj and goddamn Kevin Samuels do the exact same thing. They pander to both genders, right? Individually, and they entertain. Have you heard Kevin Samuels roast these women? His average at best video is not even his best one. This guy be going in on these girls, bro. Very entertaining. And the funny thing is, Kevin Samuels actually has a lot of female fans. And funny enough, there's a lot of women who love this sphere, this manosphere. Brittany Renner, when she went on Kevin Samuels' show, she was a fan. You know what I mean? These women see the delusion in other women. Let me tell you something, man. No man in the world will ever hate or dislike women more than other women. I'm going to repeat what I just said. No man in this world will ever dislike and hate on women more than other women. The biggest slut shamers are not men. It's women. Okay? Now, are men more dangerous towards women in terms of a physical... Uh, violence or uh, realm absolutely yes because we're physically stronger right but if you look at socially if you look at power dynamics women absolutely hate other women bro real talk 
those are just facts okay (laughs) argue with your moms okay trust me if you're a woman listening to this i want you to comment i want you to go on this spotify poll or something and let me know what y'all think do women hate women more than men hate women that's a fact let me know what y'all think i'm probably gonna be right how do i know this i've been with a lot of women i know a lot of women bro i'm just keeping it in a stack with you okay i've talked to a lot of women i've had real honest rock women hate women okay the issue is kevin samuels is an individual who said hey i'm just gonna be a man and say what a lot of men are thinking and a lot of women are thinking that's why he's incredibly successful. Now, Nicki Minaj going against him, that's an interesting dynamic because Nicki Minaj obviously has a lot of female fans and a lot of male fans as well, right? But Nicki Minaj is going into Kevin Samuels' room. I, I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out on a ledge and say this. I'm pretty sure Kevin Samuels has more money than Nicki currently, right? But what Nikki is doing is a bit risky is that she's coming into his realm. What is what is that? His realm is relationship and social commentary, right? Nicki Minaj's realm is rapping. That's like Kevin Samuels trying to rap. Like what? Like he get clowned till infinity. What Nicki Minaj is doing is she's trying to come into his realm, which is social commentary, black issues, men and women relationship, black men and black women, marriage, you know what I mean? Black power empowerment. Those things are things that Kevin Samuels is a pro in, right? Whether you agree with him or not, he's found a solution or a formula that works for him and made him go viral several times, right? So we'll see. We'll see. It was a lot of sneak this and it was a lot of sideways talking because they had already done a in- brief interview together. So they were cordial towards each other. I think that uh, Nikki's doing this because of album promo and she knows that Kevin Samuel's name moves, gets clicks. And if this actually goes into full name talking, full diss tracks, I think it's going to be hilarious and entertaining. But so far... I think Nikki's up. She's winning right now for the simple fact that she came in with the smoke. Kevin Samuels took a full week to reply and answer to the smoke. And that makes him look weaker and makes her look, quote unquote, dominant. Or as the the, the manosphere would like to say, alpha. (laughs) Such a goofy term, but alpha, right? Anyways, the way I look at it, if it becomes a full-blown beef, it's going to be entertaining. I'll be watching on the sideline. I might comment on it on the spot. We'll see what happens, man. You know what I mean? But one thing I am going to comment on, really, is the Ottawa growing art scene, man. Of course, I've been going off on this city. It is a bunch of clowns. It is kind of whack. But the art scene is growing, and I really love that about OT right now, right? Like yesterday, um, March 19th, at Saw Gallery, they this group, uh, art group called The Baser. Right, they had a recent showcase and festival for a bunch of artists in the city and around the area. It was a big success from 5 p.m. to 11 p.m. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to make it, but it was a fantastic success. And you see things in this art scene coming up, right? You have like the EDM, the underground event that happened last night as well, right? Where you had about six DJs who were spinning at an underground rave. It was popping. 
wasn't there either but i heard it was popping and i believe it you know what i mean you have the cranium festival cranium festival killing it that cranium group killing it right they're becoming a big force in the game putting on for hip-hop artists in the city you know you know all kinds of people it's beautiful you have knight lavelle coming back to the city knight lavelle the west side dude who's you know i would say he's the biggest hip-hop artist in the city period you know what i mean he's coming to have a show in may uh that is uh i think sponsored by diamond mine agency right and they're an event agency they've been killing the game too and also sponsored by cap city hip-hop right and obviously as i told y'all man we got the btb show volume two man link in the bio of our instagram page i think i might put the link in uh, this bio come check us out man april 1st we're gonna have one of the best shows in the city the most hype show in the city it's not even a question so this goes to all to say that ottawa's art scene is rising it's rising and basically how does a city become popping it has to have a culture right you look at a city like Toronto, they have a very Caribbean Jamaican culture, right? And on top of that, they have an international culture, meaning that there's a ton of different ethnicities within Toronto, right? Where it is an international city, right? I don't think Ottawa is that. It slowly could be that one day because you have a lot of people from different areas of Canada coming here, right? You have a lot of diverse groups immigrating here, right? But we have to establish a culture. And how do you establish a culture? Through art. Art is one of the main drivers of culture. Right? That's what we try to do at Bytown Blog. You know? Having a, a, a culture of art. Having different vibes. You go into different neighborhoods. You, you see different things. You know what I mean? That's what we like. That's what we need. Right? You have a city of Ottawa, which is used to being old and white. Well, let's be real. That's what it is. Most of the population here is old and white. But the youth is trying to change the narrative. We're trying to come in and break through the dough. You know, and I love that. I love that. I love that because, you know, I'm not trying to be rude and disrespectful to older people. But the fact remains that, you know, how are you going to develop the city? You're going to develop it off old people who you old white people who are going to pass away in like 20 years. You know, what I mean, how are you going to have anything really in this city? I'm just telling you, the immigration rates are not coming up. They ain't letting immigrants in unless you're from the Ukraine and you're white. <laughs> Real talk, you know. That's what they're going to let in, right? That's how our government works. But the fact still remains, in order for us to establish a culture, in order for us to establish some quote-unquote cool points and not lose our talented individuals to other places like Montreal, Toronto, Vancouver, you know what I'm saying, other areas of this, this nation, or even people leaving the whole nation together to go to the States or, or Europe. Why not establish more artistic culture? Which is something that I see is happening. People are actually forcing their way through the dough. You know what I mean? Bytown Blog was not created as something to be a, a competition with other things. No. Bytown Blog was created to be its own thing to supplement, to add on to the culture. You know? Complex Magazine and Fader Magazine can coexist. You feel me? ESPN and Fox Sports can coexist. You know what I mean? They can exist in the same space. 
It's not necessarily a competition. It's not mano y mano. It ain't Eddie versus Thor strongman competition. No, it is literally us adding on to the culture. That's what Baitan Blog was made for. My podcast in itself is not here to be the biggest podcast in Ottawa. Would that be cool? Yes. It's not made to be the biggest podcast in the world. Would that be cool? Yes. But it's there to complement, you know, me and what I do, bro. And I'm not going to make some bones about it. I want to make some money, of course. But I'm also an opinionated individual who likes to, you know, put his opinions out there. Who likes to give commentary on different news stories and things from the realm of current events, from the realm of hip-hop, from the realm of politics, from the realm of sports. I like that. You know what I mean? And if I have nobody to talk to about it, I will go on a 30-minute to one-hour rant about it. I don't care. I do not care, bro. I'm going to do what I have to do. But also, I would like to get some money out of it as well. I'm just being real. Right? And you know what happens when you have multiple podcasts in the city, multiple artists in the city, multiple painters in the city, multiple dancers in the city, multiple videographers, photographers in the city. Guess what that creates? A little thing called culture. You feel me? And when you have culture... That's when you bring something attractive, something different, something cool, crazy, sexy, cool on some TLC-ish. I'm telling you right now, I'm proud of Ottawa, man. I was, you know, I was, I was talking some ish about our OT last few podcasts. I was, but you know what? It's kind of like when you have that sibling of yours where you can like roast them and, crack jokes at them and then when somebody crack jokes on them you're like yo yo what you doing you know what i'm saying whoa 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 watch your mouth that's how i feel about this city man i be hating on it a lot but you know it's a good city it's a good city man you know and the, the way that the culture is growing through different avenues you have people who like you know of course media i like what they're doing you know what i'm saying i like the cfb uh podcast you know what i'm saying I like that. I like the culture that's growing. I like Down to the Wire podcast. They're pretty funny. You feel me? Cap City Hip Hop. Legends in the game. You feel me? All these individuals who make it happen on a daily basis. Shifter Magazine. You know what I mean? City Fidelia doing his thing with his music. Right? Right? We have to be willing and ready to not beef, not be on some rah-rah. No, let's be inclusive. Let's say, hey, we're going to add to the culture, man. We're going to build this culture instead of being on some whack, lame-ish. No, let's not do that. Let's actually build together because we're stronger together than apart. Similar to the Nicki Minaj and uh, Kevin Samuels beef, they're stronger together than apart. Black women, black men, we're stronger together than we're apart. You know, OT, even though we have our east side dudes, west side dudes, south side dudes, you know, we got the French francophones over there in Gatineau Hall, you know, Elmer a little bit. We're stronger together than apart, man. Facts. That's how I see it. You know what I mean? But you know who definitely sees it like that? Uh, Mr. Jesse Smollett. Mr. Jesse Smollett is stronger together with Hollywood establishments. He's together with a bunch of liars and crooks in jail. That's where he's about togetherness. Oh, my bad. 
<laughs> I messed up. I messed up. No, this nigga is out of jail. <laughs> of course, he wasn't going to get punished for real. What? Let me tell y'all something, man. When I went on that 20-minute rant against Jesse Smollett last week, right? right? I predicted that this incident will actually make him bigger than he was before. Meaning that his clout is going to rise up. Whatever fame that he had off Empire is going to be tiny compared to the fame and opportunities he's going to get after this whole thing ends. And you know how I know this is going to happen? Because not only is he a black man and, you know, recently, which I kind of like, but also, you know, what I'm saying it's a little little suspect in my eyes. Not only is a black man in Hollywood, he's also a light skinned black man in Hollywood. And we know how the Hollywood machine loves those. Uh, and he's also a gay man. This dude done hit the trifecta. Okay, All he had to do was maybe be a woman. Who is light-skinned, gay, and he would have hit. He would have hit all the minority points. You know what I'm saying? He would have hit all the minority leftist Hollywood metrics, bro. But he's close, and if he's close, there's always gonna be backdoor ways for him to find a way of redemption. What do I mean by that? I mean that if you look at the story of Jesse Smollett, right? When he was making up this hoax all these things right and he was about to get caught by the police chicago police right keep in mind the chicago police chief is a black man right let's start off with that when the chicago uh, police chief was gonna go and do a press conference saying hey we're gonna put charges on this dude because he capped he lied uh don lemon who is apparently a journalist from cnn quote-unquote journalist from cnn he sent Jesse Jesse Smollett text that, hey, they got the drop on you. They're going to come and get you, bro. Now, let's start off with this. How does he know that? How does he know Jesse Smollett? Oh, my God. They're part of the same Hollywood machine. Both light-skinned, both gay, both black males. Oh, my God, of course. Of course. And this is not to take away from any kind of talent or any type of activism that they have. Because, look, ultimately, what Jesse Smollett was trying to do was to bring attention to, you know, racism within America, which in itself is great. It's a great intention, a great thing to do. But, bruh, you don't have to make up a whole story. Just live as a black male and just document your life. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to literally hire two Nigerian brothers to pretend to be KKK people and and, and hang you with a noose or do whatever kind of crazy issue made up. Right. So why is he in jail now? Out of jail now, by the way. Yeah. So it's basically off a technicality, technicality. You know what I mean? A legal technicality that's about appeals. So when he's appealing, uh, I think his lawyer did some some crazy finesse was like yo you're allowed to be out on bail while we're trying to do your appeal the appeal process is to appeal the conviction that he's gonna have 150 days in jail and i think on probation for like two years so what that mean that means that this dude is able to do whatever except flee the country the united states because of a technicality to the law meaning that dude is not going to be seeing a jail cell for a long time because the 
court process, the law process, takes a very long time. Let me keep. Let me tell y'all, this happened in like 2018. Jesse Smollett did this whole hoax in like 2018, 2019. All right, we're in 2022. Goddamn. You know what I mean? At that point, you're like, what? So what's going to happen is this appeal process is going to take a long time as well. And Jesse is going to be getting Hollywood roles. Jesse is going to be clouded up even more. Man, there are people in Hollywood who are literal pedophiles and they're out here making movies, being stars. There's individuals in Hollywood who've killed people and they're stars. Mm. There's people in Hollywood who are literal rapists, literal rapists, we saw it, who are raping to this day, right, and are getting promoted for president or CEO of companies, main actors, right? See, what Jesse Smollett did was a drop of nothing in the sea of disgusting Hollywood people. These people are gross, man. These people are disgusting, right? And when I say leftist, I mean that I won't I won't just quantify it as just leftist. The, just the woke crowd, the wokeity wokes, right? This guy Jesse Smollett still has fans, bro. That goes to show you how disgusting and repulsive that whole system is, right? People don't have integrity to say, "Hey, you're a dumb person. You're a terrible person for doing this," right? People had all that smoke for Kyle Rittenhouse, and I did too, 100%, right? But at the same time, they don't have smoke for Jesse Smollett, who literally just lied about something that is actually a real thing that happens in American society. I'm not American, but I see. Happens also in Canadian society, but we're just more low-key about it. You know what I'm saying? We won't say that we hate you niggas. No, we're going to just watch you in the entire store and stare at you the whole time. We're just going to report you for a crime you didn't commit. We're just going to stop you in your car if it's a Beamer and it looks nice and say, hey, we just wanted to check your registration. Oh, we're just going to not hire you because you have an African sounding last name. That's what happens in Canada. Okay. These are the undertones of racism that happen in Canada. Okay? America's a more overt with it. And Jesse Smollett played into that. Why? Because he's a narcissistic person. Why? Because he's a terrible person. He made a thing that's so serious just about himself. And him getting out of jail after three days is going to raise his big head even more. It's going to increase it even more. This is a society we live in where people who are doing wrong are viewed as doing right. And people who are doing right are viewed as doing wrong. When I call this the Hollywood leftist machine, when I call it the Hollywood woke machine, we all see it. We all see it. We all see these individuals who pretend that they fake care about Haiti like the Clintons. And then all of a sudden what they're doing is they're taking money from the entire government from the entire populace and destabilizing the entire country. There's even rumors that they helped the people assassinate the current president or the former president. 
I'm telling y'all right now, these people who smile in your face and then all the whole time they want to take your place, they want to stab you in the back, even one second of you not saying what they want to hear, they will stop you and stomp you. That's what the Jesse Smollett thing is all about, bro. Right? He's part of that ecosystem. He's part of that woke culture. He's part of that. And for me, I'm not saying that being woke is bad. I'm saying that doing that fake signal and the fake showing of, oh, I'm this woke, I'm this great person. No, you're not. You're just a terrible human being who found a finesse. Jesse Smollett and his ilk are terrible human beings who found a finesse. And I go harder on such topics on the Push and P podcast. Y'all better go check me out and support me on that podcast, man. Because I'm putting this on a public platform. So I'm watching my tongue. I'm trying to be wise with how I speak, which I try to be in general. But, you know, these are conversations and things that in this modern day and age will get you canceled, will get you fired, will get you in positions where, oh, my God, you know. So I'm being very careful. I'll tell you one thing. On Patreon, I'm not so careful. Okay, so y'all y'all check me out there. Okay, y'all y'all check me out there. Okay, I I hey hey hey. If I'm going if I'm going to give y'all my honest raw thoughts, I, I better have a little bit of money added to that. Okay, okay. Thank you, thank you for understanding. But you know, another outside of the box thinker man is Kanye West. Man, let's talk about Yeezy, man. So I made several YouTube videos about Kanye and, you know, I disapprove of his behavior regarding the Pete Davidson situation, right? And the the latest update here is that Kanye West has been suspended by Instagram, right? And we're talking a bit about cancellation and cancel culture with the Kevin Samuels and the Nicki Minaj stuff, right? I made my argument that Kevin Samuels can't be canceled because of the level that he's on. And we're seeing this manifest itself with Kanye West. Kanye West has been harassing his ex-wife. Kanye West has been acting a fool on social media. And the crazy thing is he's getting a lot of defense for it, right? And we just talked about the Jesse Smollett thing, right? What's right is right. What's wrong is wrong. If Jesse Smollett would have handled this a lot easier, a lot better, he would have been seen on the right because he is talking about something that's really serious, that's really important. Racism within America, right? Kanye West is talking about very serious and important topics. You know, the the, the custody system, the, the system of family law, especially regarding fathers and men, right? Men who want to be in their children's lives, but the system... Which is ironically created by men, <laughs> literally perpetrated by men, actually disadvantages men a lot, especially in family court, divorce court, such things, right? But Kanye doesn't make it better by going off on Instagram calling Trevor Noah Coon, going off on D.L. Hughley's fashion and basically threatening to pull up to his house in Calabasas, Right? You don't make your point better. You don't make your point better by constantly trying to harass uh, Pete Davidson and, you know, calling him skeet all the time and, you know, pretending to kill him in a music video. Right. What? That doesn't make things better. 
you know, that it really actually distracts you from your main points, which are great points, valid points. And if Kanye just stuck to them points, he would actually have a big amount of support because Kanye is a very powerful individual. Okay. See, when you're talking about cancel culture, when you're talking about censorship, right? There's some people who cannot be canceled or really censored because they bring in too much money. Okay, Kanye is one of them people. Kanye brings in too much money. Kanye has too much influence and he has too many fans. Right? Now, when you see somebody like Kim Kardashian, she is part of this uh, Hollywood leftist woke elitist type crowd machine that I was talking about. Right? She has power and influence. Ironically, Kanye helped give her more power and influence. You know what I mean? But it's funny how social media decides how a lot of these tech, a lot of these media companies pick a side. Right? More specifically, we look at how the media, most of the mainstream media last year, picked the side of, you know, we're going to hate Donald Trump. Actually, the past, yeah, yeah, about. Yeah, when Trump was a, a president, the media picked a side. We hate this guy, right? And now this these past, I think, year and a half of Joe Biden, there's a lot he's done wrong, but the media has obviously picked a side. They're not going to go against him. Same parallels with this Kim Kardashian and Kanye thing. The media, social media, and, you know what I'm saying, legacy mainstream media, they've chosen Kim Kardashian. So much so to the point that Kim Kardashian was on Ellen and she talked about Pete Davidson having four tattoos of her, getting a whole branding of her, and she thought that was cool. They've been dating for two months. They've been dating for two months and and everybody kind of was like, what the hell? But they can't speak on it. Why? Because Kim Kardashian has that clout, has that power. Let me remind y'all that Kim Kardashian is on her fourth divorce. This is her fourth divorce. The lady is 40. She's on her fourth divorce. Okay? Nobody's willing to talk about that. The conversation has shifted to, oh, Kanye is insane. Kanye is wild. Kanye is this. Kanye is that. Is he a harasser? Yes, Kanye is. Is he negative and toxic sometimes? Absolutely is. But have y'all seen the other side of the foot? <laughs> the other side of the foot. You know something very interesting, man? When you look in the Bible, right, Jesus himself says, "He who has no sin, cast the first stone. Okay? I'm not saying that to give any bail to Kanye, but I'm trying to tell y'all something. The way y'all go so hard at Kanye, it's something suspect about you. It's something suspect about you. Because Kim Kardashian is incredibly toxic. That whole family is toxic. I made a video where I low-key called them prostitutes. Actually, not low-key, I did. Right? They are sex workers. That's what they do. And if you are okay with that, you're okay with that. Right? If you're okay with them taking men from other women, you know what I'm saying? And, and you know, get cheating, literally, stealing other men from other women, then you're okay with that. You're a piece of trash, though, but you're okay with that. Right? And then when it happens to them, now there's an issue. They're okay with quickly divorcing uh, uh, multiple men in their family. They're okay with selling their bodies. They're okay with giving negative body image issues to other women. They're okay with perpetuating a culture of plastic surgery 
and uh, insecurity amongst people. Cultivating the culture of body dysmorphia. You know what I'm saying? Girls out here getting BBLs and straight up dying because they want to have some, some cake like Kim Kardashian. You know what I'm saying? All And never really giving credit to black women because a lot of their style and aesthetic is inspired by black women. Right? They're okay with their mom pimping them out. That's what they are all about. But Kanye is the problem. But Kanye is the dude who should be taken off Instagram at all costs because he is the negative one. He is the evil one. Now, I will say that Kanye is effing stupid for even getting involved with a toxic individual like her. Yes, she looks good. Yes, the ass is fat. Yes, it would be fun to have, you know, intercourse with her. Yeah, maybe five times, maybe a sixth time if, you know, if she's cool. But you're Kanye West, bro. Why are you like that's like you're disrespecting yourself. You look at an individual like Jay-Z, man. Jay-Z picked Beyonce. Beyonce picked Jay-Z. That is a great match. Matter of fact, if we look at even just the relevance and power of Beyonce, Kanye kind of leveled up. You feel me? Not Kanye, sorry. Jay-Z kind of leveled up. If you look at the power and influence of Rihanna, ASAP Rocky leveled up. You look at the power and influence of Kanye West. Who leveled up in that situation? Hmm? Think about it. Who leveled up on that? It was obviously Kim K. Right? So in my eyes, you know, Yes, Kanye's heartbroken. Yes, Kanye wants to be around his kids. Yes, he hates that, you know, Skeet is skeeting inside his wife. Yes, he he has smoke for guys like D.L. Hughley, who are literally saying the truth. Hughley was absolutely right. You are harassing your ex-wife. Kanye is hurt. He's, you know, all these emotions, right? It's a divorce. You know, it. Ha I've never been through it. I can't speak on that man's emotions, right? But somebody has to reel him in and somebody has to tell him, yo, this is who the F you are. You are Kanye, MF and West, man. You are better than this. You are stronger than this. And the fact that you're letting this get on top of you and ruin you is bad. Now, there's the possibility that this is all cap, that they're doing this all dramas calculated for uh, the Kardashians new show on Hulu. Or maybe this is calculated to help. Kanye's album sales and you know get him more on the news which I actually would believe and if that's the case that's really genius and you know salute to them you know what I mean if this was all calculated to get media attention and clout I love it then they're a genius but I think a lot of this is based in truth it's based in truth it's based on hurt it's based on Kanye, maybe deep psychological issues with the loss of his own mother, him losing another influential woman in his life. Kim Kardashian is maybe a manifestation of that. But brother, there's so many better ways to handle this than while out on social media, right? You're making your ops look correct. You're making your ops look justified in hating on you, bro. When the real reality is that there's a literal wifey, somebody you decided to make your wife, who is way more toxic, way more toxic and way more dangerous than people want to admit. 
But hey, it is what it is. You know what I mean? They do their thing. The more wild it gets, the more I'm gonna report on it. And uh, on that note, man, we we not I'm not doing a sports segment today. I might have a surprise for y'all uh, within the next few days. <laughs> wink, wink. But y'all check out my links, man. Links in the bio right here. Uh, you know the BTB uh, Volume Two show. Get your tickets. The Patreon for the Pushing P podcast, where I get more gully. 47 damn minutes in the cut i appreciate y'all for giving me your time your attention don't forget to give this podcast five stars we pushing man we pushing the big broadcast episode five with big baby j and i'm out bro